0: Yes, and this is my podcast. I spend countless hours a day thinking or talking to myself, so I figured, why not hit record? Join me every Thursday in the new year as we talk about life endeavors, our hopes and dreams, and past experiences. I have a lot to say, so buckle up. In a world of unknown, I want to share just a little bit about myself and my experiences to help others feel a little more, well, normal. We're all a little lost, but hey, we don't have to be perfect. No one is. We're all just trying to get by. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. Whew, for a second, I got a little scared this morning when I realized it was Wednesday since we had Monday off from the holiday. And I thought I had one more day to prepare for this, (laughs) but I didn't, so here I am. Luckily, I had some topics that I wrote down when I first started this podcast, and I thought I would do one of those. I did almost all of them so far, and some of them either include people I want to interview that obviously this would be way too short a notice or just ones I just didn't feel like talking about. So today we're going to talk about my routine, but before we do that, y'all know the drill. Five things I'm grateful for. Number one, this week our house is, our exterior ho- of our house is getting painted, and woofda, I am grateful for this experience because it was a little bit of a struggle the first day of painting so we hired this painter probably the beginning of summer he was booked out that far that we couldn't get on the schedule until now which was totally fine because that worked for our budget and our timeline and um he came this week but we had to pick the paint colors last week and we had to buy them from Sherman Williams, and they Sherman Williams only sells gallons of paint, so they don't do any paint samples or anything. So, and <laughs> stupidly on our part, we should have just bought the, you know, forty dollar gallon paint and did a did a sample of a color, versus what we did. <laughs> we took some paint samples and took photos of the little samples they have. Of the paint on wood you know hanging on the wall in the store and stuff and it was really hard because the paint samples did not match anywhere near the photos I took of the paint samples on the wall of actual wood painted with that color so it kind of threw us off a little bit we wanted a kind of a charcoal gray dark gray color for our house but we ended up picking a dark brown that in the paint samples which i just want to point out just because this is who i am <laughs> and i'm a wife that the color i chose to go with so it was between two colors a dark brown and a dark gray but they both looked almost identical on the wood sample that was hanging in the store and i picked the dark gray one and Cory picked the dark brown one and I said, I think we should do this dark gray because even though it looks brown in this photo of the wood sample in the store, it's in the gray family because it would all the other colors above it. You know how they give you a paint sample and there's like five colors. You know they usually get darker as you go down. I said even though it's pulling brown in that photo it's in the gray family so i have a feeling it has gray undertones and it's gonna pull gray rather than brown especially with our house we already have one color underneath it it's different wood than the samples in the store and he said no he said this color is pulling brown to me in this photo but this other one which ended up being the actual brown one is the color I want. That's the exact color I want of what's on that piece of wood in that photo. And I said, okay, do what you want. (laughs) And long story short, we ended up having to, we ended up kind of wasting money on a a failure attempt for us because the first day they ended up painting half our house dark brown (laughs) and Corey was super pissed. Uh, because we didn't do the sample, he was pissed because that's the one color he didn't want, and called the guy. Fortunately, we were able to get the other gray color in, and so today they are painting it gray and painting over what they painted yesterday. So, long story short, again, I'm very grateful for the painters and that our house is getting painted. And for all those new homeowners out there, Just know, something like this is more than likely going to happen to you. (laughs) It is trial and error every day with a new house. So you live and you learn, you move on, life goes on. The second thing I'm grateful for is, you know, I'm just grateful I'm healthy and I'm alive. Every day is a new day. Every day is a gift. And we just need to be more grateful for that one little thing that we usually overlook on a daily basis i am very healthy i am not sick haven't gotten sick in a long time and feeling great and so i that's what i'm great for. and cory so <laughs> sorry about that little interruption with the dogs there but let's move on to number three number three what do i have here oh witnessing love we have two weddings this weekend and i love weddings i love love and i'm so happy for both the couples that are getting married this weekend and i'm very grateful for that because we should all be grateful for it and i know wedding season can get really busy uh ours wasn't too bad this year but last year it was definitely busy and it can get overwhelming at times but At the end of the day, you got to remember why you're there and why you're celebrating. And it's a good feeling. So very grateful for that. Number four, fall decorations. It's officially September. I am so in fall. Although I still uh, have been loving the warm weather. So let's just like bring fall, but with 70 degree weather. Oh, perfect. Even 60 degrees. I've kind of been digging that too. But I... I apologize if you can hear Joe chewing her bone in the background, but not going to stop. Got things to do. I thrifted all our fall decorations, as I have in the past with all our Christmas ones. I just had one fall wreath that I hung on our door, so I needed more or wanted more. And ever since I created a little uh, faux fireplace for us last year, I want to decorate it during season changes so i went to our local goodwill got a whole bunch of well not a whole bunch but got enough that was in my budget and hung some leaves on my fireplace got some candles got these really cute pumpkins oh got this fake fern which is a total win i think it's um the Is it the threshold brand from target but like good quality and i was very happy with my thrift finds i usually find fairly good thrift finds but this one was extra special so very grateful for that and last (laughs) i'm very grateful that i am open to trying new foods so if you guys remember a couple weeks ago i said i was waiting on my creamer my pumpkin spice creamer and i was super excited for it to come in Well, I'm sad to say it did not meet my requirements. It tastes nothing like pumpkin. It doesn't give any pumpkin flavor. It doesn't even give it flavor. (laughs) It is a superfood creamer, so I've still been using it just because I paid for it. And why not? It's not hurting me. But fail on my part. But I'm grateful that I tried it. And I'm grateful that I'm branching out and trying alternatives that are healthier for me, better for my body and sometimes you win sometimes you lose but very grateful i also excuse me tried to make like a pumpkin spice cold brew this morning and that did not work out so instead of heavy cream i just used the milk i have and pretty sure that makes a big difference obviously because heavy cream isn't the best for you but i put some pumpkin puree and i think i put too much because it ended up tasting like almost earthy and kind of like I explained to my family because I sent a photo this morning. It tasted like the stem of the pumpkin. (laughs) Even though I've never eaten a stem of a pumpkin. But that's what I would imagine it would taste like. So it wasn't the best. But you know what? You got to do the trial and error to figure out what works and what doesn't. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the ability of me just trying to do it. I went to Italy, studied abroad in college. And two of my roommates... Well, all of them had like dietary restrictions, but two of them were like actual picky eaters and they knew they were picky eaters. And it was a little frustrating going to dinner with them because first of all, you go to Italy, there's not going to be one single food that's going to taste bad. It's all good. And second, you go to Italy, like it's the country of food. (laughs) You have to eat it. You have to try all the foods. And there would be times where... All the menus are posted outside the restaurant and we will walk by and no that won't 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 work for me no nothing really looks good that i could eat and it was just a little irritating because sometimes you gotta like i said last week be you know get comfortable with being uncomfortable and try new things and it's just like a little kid you're never gonna know if you like it you're never gonna know if you like it if you never try it so I'm grateful that I have that characteristic in me, and I don't know if I get it from my parents or what, but very grateful for that. Alrighty, Rue, let's jump into today's podcast. So I have notes here, but just like every podcast I do, I'm not really sure where this is going to go. I want to talk about my routine, and at first I was going to talk about my morning routine, but... Then it kind of struck me wrong because I am not a morning person. I have a morning routine, definitely have a morning routine, always have, but I am not a morning person and I hate when I get ridiculed for that, ridiculed for that because Who cares? (laughs) Who cares if I wake up at 8 a.m. Like to me, I am perfectly fine with that. Why does it affect anyone else? I get so much crap from that, from friends, from families, always have. I've never been a morning person. I've tried. I'm okay with not being one. And here's the thing. I'm okay with not being a morning person or waking up early because I still get my shit done i work out at minimum four times a week which is a priority to me i still eat healthy i still get all my to do's to do's done that are on my to-do list and frankly my what most people's morning routine is starts for me at about two or three o'clock usually around three o'clock that's when i start taking the dogs for their walk and we go for about 40 minutes we do two miles i come home I'll either, you know, rest for a little bit or feed the dogs and then I'll go downstairs and I'll work out. And this is today's routine. It's changed and improved and changed again, um, you know, as I've evolved and grown with what I've been doing in life and whatnot. And I'll go downstairs, I'll do my workout program and then I try to stretch or do a yoga or something afterwards for cool down. Sometimes I'll mix in a run there, sometimes I'll go for a bike ride, but primarily that's my routine. I'll come upstairs and I'll start supper and I'll eat supper and then I'll relax for the the night. And the reason why I have a problem with being ridiculed for not doing any of that in the morning is because why does it matter? As long as I'm getting it done, it should not matter. And I think that's important for people because I know there are other people out there who do not like being productive in the morning and I'm sure you know maybe it's a minority thing or maybe we're the minority here but that is totally fine as long as you're getting things done and as long as you have some sort of routine to be productive throughout your day it shouldn't matter if it's in you know at 4am or at 4pm and I truly believe that and maybe it's because I'm biased because I'm a 4pm person but Like, I just, I don't understand. And, you know, and I hear it all the time that I'm going to be a morning person or going to learn to be a morning person when I have kids. That's fine. But I don't have children right now. So why do I have to be a morning person? Okay. Am I harming anyone? No. Am I not getting things done? No. Am I living a different life than anyone else? No. I'm just getting my sleep. (laughs) And... My bedtime's usually around like 10 p.m., so waking up at 8 a.m. is perfect, perfectly fine for getting the amount of sleep that a average human being should get, okay? So first of all, just get off my back. That's my first rant. <laughs> uh, but that's that's why I wanted to change this to my routine instead of my morning routine. However, I wanna get into my morning routine because it's been the routine that I've been the most consistent with for the longest. In high school, obviously, well, most kids probably have a morning routine uh, just with getting up for school, and it's kind of an everyday thing, and I definitely had a morning routine, and when I say morning routine, I mean I do the same thing every single morning about the exact same time in the exact same order. (laughs) So in high school, I would wake up, eating breakfast is always the first thing, I would have, I believe, two Pop-Tarts. I had cereal, but when high school hit, I was a Pop-Tart fan and I had Pop-Tarts every single morning. (laughs) That transferred into college when I lived with my best friend Megan. We roomed together at Winona. She can attest for it that every morning I'd have my Pop-Tarts still there and I'd put them in the toaster and eat my Pop-Tarts and have a delightful morning. I would then go into, back to high school, I would then go into my bathroom and I'd start getting ready. And once I was ready, I'd get dressed. And then when I get dressed, I would either play a game of cards with my grandma because she took us to school in the morning, or I would drive myself to school once I had my license. Moving into college, um, after the first year of (laughs) Pop-Tarts, I realized, oh, that's probably not very good for me. And so I started making eggs and then I started making an omelet and I'd make the same omelet every single morning. It was an omelet with hummus and cut up tomatoes and usually some sort of green. So I would do spinach or Brussels sprouts or asparagus. I think maybe asparagus. I don't know. Whatever I had in my fridge, but it was always tomatoes and hummus for sure. And I would eat that. Then I would go in and I would do my bathroom stuff and get washed up and then I'd get dressed and then I would leave. <laughs> and now fast forward to today's I wake up, I come downstairs. Actually, I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my hair, I walk downstairs, I eat my I feed the dogs, I eat my breakfast, then I Have my coffee usually. Then I wait about 30 minutes because (laughs) I am such a routine person so many things. And I'm such a, what's the word, maybe hypochondriac? Is that the word? I don't know. No, I'm very like worried (laughs) about my hygiene and my skincare. I take it very seriously. So I wait 30 minutes after my coffee because... I read and heard that you're supposed to wait that long. You're supposed to wait at least 30 minutes after eating or drinking coffee until you brush your teeth. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just always stuck with me. So I wait at least 30 minutes before I brush my teeth. Oh, people are gonna think I'm crazy, but this is what I do and it works for me and it keeps me on track and keeps me productive. Honestly, it just, it does. And then I go upstairs, I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth for the full two minutes Now I have a toothbrush, Um, I have the quip, so you brush each quadrant, upper quadrant, other upper quadrant, then lower, lower for 30 seconds and it times it, it's an electric toothbrush. But when I was in college, I would actually time it, and again, my roommate's gonna test for this. God, I sound like a freak, it's thank God I met Corey. (laughs) And I would time myself for two minutes to make sure I had the full two minutes of brushing my teeth and the good hygiene. So I brush my teeth. Then I floss. I floss morning and night every single day. And then I do my mouthwash. And I've switched to coconut oil for my mouthwash because it's very good for your gums. And Listerine is full of a lot of toxins and chemicals. So make sure you're looking at that. It's everything in our world. So, I mean, it's very overwhelming, but that's just one thing you can change. And I... I swish that around. As I swish it around, literally you guys, this is what I do every single morning. (laughs) As I'm swishing that around, I wash my hands because I want clean hands before I wash my face. Oh my god, I'm just laughing at myself of how ridiculous this is. But it's so true. Then I wash my face, then I pat dry my face with a microfiber towel, then I apply the rest of my face stuff. So I have an acne thing, I have a redness thing, I have a hydration thing, then I have a pigmentation thing, then I have my lotion, and then I have my sunscreen. And then usually I brush my teeth because I gotta let the lotion that fell on my lips, you know, absorb a little bit before I put my chapstick on otherwise I'll glide over the lotion. <laughs> So I brush my hair, I usually put it up, and then I put my chapstick on, then I put my earrings in, then I put my wedding ring on, and that is my morning routine. <laughs> oh, and then I get dressed, and then I come downstairs and start my day off. And why I wanted to talk about this, one, was obviously not because it's so it was such an intense Routine. I didn't realize how crazy this would sound until I started saying it out loud, but I hope you all enjoyed that little comical um, routine description. But the importance of it is you can get so much more done when you have a routine because you don't think about it. You don't have time to procrastinate. Your body, you just have the muscle memory and your body remembers it. Your body's ready to go. And honestly, even like, when your body has a routine everything's going to have a routine routine like my bowel movements are about the same in the morning i'm sure many of you yours are too like get over it. it's just poop we all do it and you your body literally just has that muscle memory of the routine and it's so much more productive and i get it you know a lot of people say the most productive people are the most successful people are people who wake up at 6 a.m or wake up early and or you should wake up, you know, before the kids. You, sh- you get way more stuff done. And I bet that's true. And I'm sure there is truth to that. But I think as long as you have a routine within your day all together, you're doing things good. And give yourself grace. You know, if you wake up a little later one day, that's fine. Or if you go to bed earlier one day, that's fine too. Instead of... You know, maybe you miss your workout. Your workout in the morning, you can do it at night. That's totally fine. And I get it. Some people are more productive in the morning, and can never work out after work or at 5 p.m. like I do. And I totally get that because most of us are usually tired or worn out by then, just from the day, and don't have the energy or don't have the motivation to get that 20 to 30 minute workout or whatever amount of time workout in at the end of the day I get that but I think having some sort of routine within your day is so crucial and it's helped me so much in my life like I don't even think about things anymore clearly because I don't even realize how intense and (laughs) ridiculous my routine is and every time people like stay over or I'm over at people they always make fun of me of how many steps I have washing my face and things like that And so I always knew it was a lot, but really when I, when I say it out loud, it is kind of intense, (laughs) but it's just prioritizing those things in your life that mean the most to you. And once you get in the routine, like I said, you don't even think about it anymore. And then you're, it's almost like you. Since you don't think about it anymore, you just kind of react and do. You can start to prioritize more things because that kind of shifts off your priority list. Because it's like I said, it's something you just react to and you don't think about anymore. So once your routine is done, okay, now what? You know, now what's my next thing that I can start the day, or what's my next thing I can prioritize? And boom, 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 you just knock them off your to-do list and knock them off uh, your pro- your productivity and it's just it's just one of those things that i think we should all have but i think finding a routine that is purposeful and meaningful to you is also key because you don't want to get stuck in a routine that is not bringing you any joy i i know a lot of people are like that and it's you go into autopilot rather than you know like a morning routine or your daily routine and that can be very bad for your mental health and i'm trying to think if i ever was in that scenario i guess eating pop tarts every day (laughs) for you know five years in a row was probably not the best but Honestly, my routine and my morning routine and being on it every single morning brings me joy. It brings me joy because I know I'm tackling the things that are important to me. I'm tackling my face face care, which is very important to me. I'm tackling my oral hygiene, which is also very important to me. And once you start to find the routine and find the things that are important to you and the things you want to prioritize, you're going to see the difference versus a routine that's an autopilot. You're going to wake up, you know, excited about doing those things. Or you're going to wake up not like, oh, got to go to work today or got to do this again or just another day. And I feel like so many of us get trapped in that, myself included at times, but finding those little things really makes a big difference of taking care of yourself and taking care of your mental health and just finding joy in the little things. It's it's the exact same thing of, I'm sorry, Lenny's barking at the painters outside. It's the same thing as when I do my five things I'm grateful for. Even just writing those down uh, before I start recording those podcasts, it instantly puts me in a better mood and makes me feel grateful for things that I'm overlooking or makes me feel grateful when I'm having a bad day. Today, I was very annoyed with people at work and some meetings and it was just a very off day for me and when i sat down and wrote those five things i'm grateful for and even sat down and wrote down what i'm talking about and thinking of my routine it put me in a better mood because it pushes the bad out out of the way of what may be blocking the good there's always bad and there's always good in every situation it's just finding what you want to see and i think helping us find those good things and those positive things is shifting our mindset or shifting our actions such as a daily routine into things that really do bring us joy like i said even if it's just the littlest things like washing my face i love that i feel better i love taking care of my skin it's important to me it's a passion of mine and It's something so small but so simple for me to do. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna put it in my routine and I'm gonna prioritize it in my routine. And we need to find those little things that that spark little bits of joy because those little bits of joy are gonna add up just like the little bits of hatred and doubt and everything bad start to add up in a day. So I challenge you guys if you don't have already, to have a daily routine, and I say daily routine because we all know I'm a big supporter <laughs> of having the night routine. Not everyone has to have a morning routine. I have nothing against morning routines. My parents are definitely morning people. My mom, for sure. My best friend uh, knows that if she doesn't work out in the morning, it's hell to try to work out after work because she's not motivated and. Uh, you know, just wants to go home and relax. I'm sure most of us are like that. But finding that daily routine and finding those little things that bring and spark joy, it's gonna, it's gonna change. It's gonna change your mindset. It's gonna change your day. And it really can help you. You know, if you're having a bad day, pull you out of a that bad day. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like losing my mind because I got Lenny on my mind of growling next to me and trying not to listen to him in the podcast. But with that, I think it's time to call it an end to this podcast. I challenge you guys to find your daily routine, find things that spark and bring you joy. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got a chuckle out of my intense routine or maybe even just a chuckle of Lenny trying to be a tough guy over here constantly growling in the background. As for that, I am going to leave you guys for this week. I will be back next week with another great topic that I haven't even chosen yet. But y'all know it's going to be great because things are great. Things are great. We should be grateful for them. And y'all just have a great day. Okay? Great, great, great. (laughs) And here it comes. Don't forget, we're all just trying to get by. A special thanks to my brother Ty for playing and recording my theme song. Thanks, Ty.